Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month. Get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shoutouts, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to GatorsBreakdown.SupportingCast.FM to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. And you heard the you heard the motto, you heard the moniker, you know what it's all about, and for sure it is living up to it. There is never a dull moment in Gator Nation, and it's just been a complete news cycle, of course, in the recruiting world uh, these last few days. Some good news, some bad news, uh, but hey, it kind of continued today as well. Uh, if you want to kind of pinpoint into the Jacksonville area, that's kind of what we're going to do here, the 904 right here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. Of course, starting with the commitment of cornerback Sharif Denson, Kind of come out of nowhere. I think we we kind of knew Florida was maybe the school trending, maybe be maybe the pick in the end. But timeline sped up a little bit right there. Uh, but good news for the Gators in the defensive backfield, getting Sharif Denson uh, on the same day uh, as Grayson Howard, the big-time linebacker commit uh, out of Jacksonville, Andrew Jackson, uh, committed to South Carolina. That on the heels of Roger Kearney out of Jacksonville or right outside of Jacksonville, Orange Park, committed to FSU yesterday. We talked about that on the last episode. So, man, Jacksonville in the spotlight here in the next, uh, you know, in the last few days coming up as well. We'll get into Trayon Webb. Uh, delaying his decision uh, to commit. It will no longer be June 30th. This coming up Thursday. He's going to delay it. So we'll get into all that. I mean, a Jacksonville heavy episode right here uh, on Gators Breakdown. It's kind of just where all the news is <laughs> right now uh, coming off. If you want to go back uh, and listen to the last episode, we talked about the commitment of Gavin Hill uh, right there on the defensive front for the Gators. Also, Florida uh, missing out on Jaden Rashada. So if you want all that uh, hoopla of that episode, um, you haven't been able to check it out yet, be sure to check that one out after. I mean, look, I'm, after this episode, I'm coming at you late, late on a Monday night. Sharif Denson commits at night. I was uh, getting a work or trying to get a workout in. Uh, and then that news comes out. So forget about all that. Uh, I'm coming at you guys uh, with an episode of Gators Breakdown 
there. Hey, busy time, busy time. We know uh, I'll cover it all uh, right here. As I mentioned, you know, our episode with Will Miles and Bill Sykes coming up on, on recruiting. And uh, we'll get into the, DeMar- the, the DeMarcus Bowman storyline uh, as well uh, with that one. I know it's just kind of been recruiting focus heavy. Uh, I'll get into that storyline next episode on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night with those guys. Um, and uh, the Twitter space is coming up as well with the Gator Collective with uh, about five players uh, there for the Gators. I'll get into that uh, before I sign off here on this episode. But uh, remember, everybody, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. really helps us out. Let's get to 10,000 subscribers right here on Gators Breakdown before the season starts. Hey, we, we ain't got much longer. A couple more months, and the Gators be running out of the tunnel right there. Uh, let's get to 10,000. Just past 9,000, not long ago, let's hit that 10,000 mark before the season. Hit that like button. Leave some comments. I know uh, we're excited right here with the commitment and all the storylines, the roller coaster of recruiting. I know uh, a lot of you guys want to comment on that. Be sure to check us out. Hey, mention 904, all these recruits, all these recruits out of Jacksonville, well, you've got to check out Gators Breakdown at news4jacks.com. All the storylines of Jacksonville recruiting will be covered there. Justin Barney does a great job, knows high school football and knows high school sports in Jacksonville better than anyone uh, there. So um, it's uh, if you want more on Denson Webb, Howard, Kearney, I know those guys didn't choose Florida, uh, but if you want even more uh, there, be sure to check us out at news4jacks.com. And for more Gators coverage, of course, news4jacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. All right, here we go. 904 Heavy Show, and let's start it with, yep, Gator Nation, we got to commit right here. Defensive back, Sharif Denson, four-star on the 24-7 sports composite, four-star on the own three consensus as well. 24-7 sports on their composite gives Denson a ranking of the 206th overall player in the country, the 24th-ranked cornerback on three the on three consensus has him 196th overall player and a 23rd quarterback uh, cornerback. So top 200 player right here out of Duval, out of Jacksonville. Hey, I just said Duval, so we got to say it the right way, right? Duval right there getting that commit from Jacksonville. Bartram Trail, Sharif Denson, 5'11", 170 pounds. You know, he'll add some weight there, uh, but big pickup for the Gators right here out of Jacksonville, a top 200 player. So the most recent commit before this, of course, was Gavin Hill. We discussed that last episode. He, at the time, was the second highest commit in the class. But now that goes to Sharif Denson in the class of nine commits so far. You know, Florida's most recent string of commitments of Isaiah Nixon, now Sharif Denson, and Gavin Hill, they make up the top three players committed so far in the class. These string of commits, the three most recent commits, make up the top three players in the class. Now, I know there's been some bad news on the trail, but let's not forget this string of players here and the good news that comes with these guys. Hopefully, some kind of spark with these three. You know, these guys right here in the the top 250 range, all three guys here. So let's, you know, take the good news as well. One more note 
Sharif Denson, of course, is a ninth commit of the class. But I don't know if you've noticed out there, eight of the nine commits Florida has so far are from the state of Florida. We've talked about that storyline of having to hit Florida, having to recruit Florida better. Eight of the nine commits are from the state of Florida. He is the 43rd, Sharif Denson is now, he's the 43rd ranked defensive back Florida has signed all time in the 24-7 sports all-time recruit listing at defensive back for Florida with a rating of 92.04. Now, this includes cornerback and safety. So it includes the two positions. You know when you recruit this position, there's multiple cornerbacks. There's multiple defensive backs, multiple safeties at, at sometimes as well. He's a 43rd ranked defensive back all time for Florida. And to give a barometer of that, trading comes in at 40, Dee Finley 41, Nick Washington 42, the Jacksonville guy, by the way, Donovan McMillan 44th overall. So historically, it's about the top 200 range for players. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good pickup for the Gators right here out of the 904 in Sharif Denson. So you know, it was one we thought, as I said, trending, but really couldn't put a timetable on it. Uh, made visits to Miami, made visits to Texas A&M, Florida State, Ohio State. But family ties to the program. Florida was going to be tough to beat here because of that. Big push from Patrick Tony. To get this one done, his mom and dad graduated from Florida, growing up in Jacksonville, close to Florida. Florida was always the team that was around. When your mom and dad graduated from there and you're only an hour, hour and a half from campus, I mean, Florida's, Florida had to win this one. <laughs> if, if you catch my drift there, I mean, that was, this would have been a tough one to lose. Uh, but also, you know, just, just getting a good player here. He can play outside corner. He can play nickelback. Uh, the staff, they've told him that as, as much, but they, they really see him at star. Star first and move around if need be. Yeah, He has great length. He's got that versatility to play wherever he can in the backfield. That's what Patrick Tony and Corey Raymond like about Sharif Denson. Add that to his intelligence to play all those positions in the secondary. Not just a corner. Not just an inside guy. Not just an outside guy. Drop back and play safety, too. He's probably going to have to play uh, some more safety this fall for Bartram Trail, so he may even get a better look at that this fall. Very confident player. Changes seven-on-seven teams from pro impact here in Jacksonville to you know the, the heralded uh, South Florida Express down there in South Florida. He wanted to test himself and, you know, and try it out for the squad, made that team. Runs track in high school, 100-meter, 200-meter, 4-by-100-meter events. So the speed is there. I mean, Florida's getting a pretty good, well-rounded 
versatile defensive back here. Start out at star, and we'll see where it goes from there. This past season, 2021, about a year ago, I guess, you know, the Florida Times Union here in Jacksonville is all first coast selection. 34 tackles, interception. Served as a kick returner as well for Bartram Trail. Helped Bartram Trail win a district title, make second round in the playoffs in Florida's highest classification. 2020, he injured meniscus the spring before that sophomore season, but quickly rehabbed. All first coast honorable mention in 2020. Started his sophomore season for a Bartram Trail team that went 10-2 and that year, lost in the third round of Florida's 8A state playoffs. Made 52 tackles in 2020 with an interception. Did Sharif Denson. So there you go. There's the type of player Florida's getting. A little bit of background on Sharif Denson. Great addition to the class for Florida. Right here. As we're getting, getting to the end of June. About to turn the calendar from June to July. So I think when you start looking at it, you add Denson to the class. You start looking at, and it's kind of what we started doing here on Gators Breakdown is, all right, what do you do with that position group after you add somebody? And we know the big target right there. Cormani McLean, number one defensive back in the country, in the state of Florida, in Lakeland. Florida's got Florida's to end up getting him. Jordan Castle, another name to start looking for at the safety position for the Gators. I mean, those are the top two targets right there, I think, right now, as far as maybe who you want in the class, as far as Castle, who I think may even be likely. His commitment's down the road. But you add those two targets, and you have to add Denson to current commit. Let's not forget Aaron Gates. He's the fourth-ranked highest player in the class <laughs> uh, there. So, you know, no, uh, no, um, no, really shouldn't be forgetting that. But already, you know, have him. He's listed as an athlete, but he will play defensive back for the Gators. So Gates already in the class. Denson already in the class. You'd love right now to add McLean and Castle. You know, this was after you know, Tony Mitchell committed to Bama recently, A.J. Harris to Georgia. And if you follow defensive back recruiting um, on here, on Gators Breakdown, I've been saying it was likely going to be Denson and one of those five stars. I've always pinpointed McLean as more likely than Harris or Mitchell. Florida needs to flex some muscle. You know, I, I I know you might roll your eyes at that right now, and I, I get that with some of the recent news. But, you know, Florida needs to flex some muscle, go get the top DB in the country in Cormani McLean when it's all said and done. That's got to happen. You know, um, overall, this class may not be where a lot of us, where a lot of you want it to be, but you need to start you know, at least pinpointing Parts of the class where you're like, okay, yeah, Najee Harris at IMG, two classes in a row. You've done the I, you know, you've done the IMG thing now. Now it's time to go get the you know the can't miss guys in the class. 
the guys that you sh- you should I won't I mean, my bad I probably won't say should get Carmine McLean but you know that's we, we know the storyline there top DB in the state of Florida grew up a Gator fan I mean that's one you got to try and go get and then, you know Georgia went and got Harris Bama went and got Mitchell Gators got to get McLean just got to do it. So, I mean, like I said, we'll, we'll look at the overall class when it's all said and done, but there need to be things that we can point to. McLean's going to be one of those. I mean, that was one when you start peeking ahead to when you turn when you turn the page to the next class and you start looking at the class of 2023. You know, in February when the last class was done, all right, it's time to turn the page to 2023. Cremonti McLean was number one on everybody's list that the Gators have to get. That really hasn't changed. All right, so right there, I mentioned very Jacksonville-heavy storyline here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. I hate, you know, I hate to talk about the, the, the guys we didn't get, but I will always leave with the guys we did get. So, Shreve Vincent, welcome to the class. But very uh, news-heavy here in the Jacksonville area as – also on Monday, linebacker Grayson Howard commits to South Carolina over Florida. Um, it was just way – I won't say way, but it was just too much for Florida to overcome there with the coaching change. He had some great – I mean, this was one I was a little close to uh, here being here in Jacksonville. Um, a good friend of mine, very close to, to, to Howard um, there. And South Carolina was just – going to be hard to beat. Now, when Florida got Mike Peterson from South Carolina, I was like, okay, you know, that, that that might shift it in Florida's favor, and it did help, but he has great relationships. He has a great relationship with Mike Peterson. Uh, Mike Peterson was a big reason he got interested in South Carolina, but built that bond with a – built that same kind of bond that he built with Mike Peterson with a lot of people at South Carolina over – the last year or so. So that, that one was going to be tough. I believe me, I wanted the guy. I, there was nothing probably besides McLean or something like that, you know, but knowing what I know with Howard, I mean, I, I wanted to come on here and have an episode about him committing to Florida. <laughs> I mean, that's, the kid's going to be a leader. He's going to be a really good player for South Carolina. I'm going to root for him 11 weeks out of the year, <laughs> except for the one time, you know, one, one time a year when, when he matches up against Florida. Uh, but, I mean, really good kid. Uh, I wish he was in orange and blue. Uh, South Carolina's getting a good one here uh, as Grayson Howard commits to South Carolina. So, linebacker there, too. You know, linebacker recruiting for Florida hasn't really taken off as far uh, as maybe that middle spot. Um, so, no, I, I would love to add him uh, right there. So, we'll see where Florida goes uh, and pivots as far as linebackers go. Uh, with uh, missing out on Grayson Howard and him and him choosing the Gamecocks uh, right there. So also let's keep the storyline on Monday again. Denson Howard, the third big storyline. Trayon Webb pushing his decision now to July 11th. Uh, it's supposed to be this Thursday, June 30th. Um, and South Carolina's making a push here too. Uh, he had his official visit there this past weekend. Uh, and it was kind of a interesting Twitter. Trayon Webb posts something on Twitter. Um, I forget the word, uh, the exact great players want to play with great players. I think that's what it said. Um, and then not long after that, 
Shane Beamer, the coach of South Carolina, pretty much tweets the same thing. So start connecting the dots a little bit, and you start maybe, you know, saying there's a lot of communication between Webb and South Carolina and maybe a, a commitment before Thursday. Uh, but then, not long after that, <laughs> Webb announces that he's going to push his decision to July 11th. So we got to wait a little bit longer there uh, for that decision. Uh, Florida, South Carolina, Penn State seems to be the three schools in the battle uh, right there. I don't know if there's much behind those tweets there. If you if you want to say maybe trying to connect dots too hard, then okay. But I don't think those tweets were any coincidence. I think there might be something to it, but I'm not sure if it's a final something to it. So we'll see where that one goes with Trayon Webb, the running back out of Trinity Christian here in Jacksonville. And to keep the Jacksonville storylines going one more time, in case you missed it, uh, one of my favorite targets up there along the offensive line, Roger Kearney, uh, right off of his official visit to Florida, about 30 minutes after leaving Florida's campus, commits to Florida State. Uh, that was on Sunday. So, ouch. <laughs> Even the storyline of that one hurts just a little bit. But uh, Roger Kearney, uh, just the that's a good offensive line pickup for, for, for FSU. The, the um, relationship there with Atkins, uh, Florida State's, um, has been working along the offensive line there uh, for, for uh, since Norvell. I think believe he's the offensive coordinator now. Um, but relationship right there. Uh, and he might even be the best recruiter on their staff, but still stings uh, to lose Kearney uh, there to FSU. So there's your – Storylines of the happenings of the Jacksonville area in this class of 2023. But let's look ahead a little bit as well. Uh, one more target that's going to be out there. Jordan Hall, defensive lineman from Westside High. Florida, Florida State, Georgia battle for the you know, top 150-ish player out there. Another really good player from Jacksonville. Uh, I believe he camped at Florida recently. I think I saw a picture of him and Sharif Floyd, former Gator defensive lineman. Uh, there, uh, he's still with the staff uh, in, in some role there. So, uh, as Florida was, was hosting a lot of campers uh, in the last few days, uh, he was on campus for the Gators uh, right there. So, a lot of a lot of Jacksonville storylines, a lot of good players uh, just go around. Remember, Jack, uh, Florida got Jack Pyburn, uh, another defensive lineman, right there out of Bowles. Uh, late push for him in, in the last class there. So. You know, of course, it's a big storyline for me being here in Jacksonville. I uh, get close to some of these kids and some of the storylines uh, for, for some of these kids here. But, uh, you know, very, uh, very instrumental in start closing that gap for Jacksonville kids. And this was you know, this is a, this was a class to do it for me. I, I hate I hate seeing Kearney go to FSU. I hate seeing Howard go to South Carolina. You know, hopefully Webb's in the class when it's all said and done. But I really like the pickup of Sharif Denson at a Bartram Trail. Uh, and one more storyline to kind of go along with this. You know, I just mentioned the, the three commits Florida just got with Nixon and Hill and Denson and now Gates. You know, those are your top four commits right there uh, in the class. And, I mean, it's uh, you know, trending to be a better defensive class than offensive class. I don't think I'm breaking any news there. Um and not sure about the margin uh, on that. A lot of that will depend on what happens with Kermione McLean, you know, one of the top players in the country, 
uh, what happens with Trayon Webb in the coming weeks. Uh, we already know what happened with Jaden Rashad in the quarterback position. So, you know, the defense is ahead of the offense. If you guys have watched the last couple of episodes, I've put that list of defensive linemen Florida's going after, and there's a lot of good players right there too. So it does seem like a lot of the trends for Florida are starting to look like, like you know, I mean, maybe not a bad thing. We've seen how bad this defense is the last couple of years. Uh, but, you know, we won't want it so heavy. You know, we want some of those high skill players, some of those high marquee guys on offense to start popping as well. Quarterback, don't know really, really know what's going to happen there. We talked about that last episode. But, you know, can you get Eugene Wilson to pop at wide receiver? Andy Gene mentioned Trayon Webb at running back. Of course, we can't forget about Cedric Baxter uh, out there as well uh, at the running back position. Uh, mentioning you know losing Roderick Kearney there to FSU along the offensive line. I mean, he would have been by far the – well, not by far. Najee Harris pretty good too, but uh, would have been up, he would have been the highest offensive line commit for the Gators uh, right now while Florida already has uh, three in the class. So we'll see if offensive recruiting comes around to match what we think. Well, as I as I said this episode, you know, the last three commits are the top three commits in Florida's class. So trending that way where the, the best players are going to be on the defensive side of the ball, not the offensive side of the ball. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pretty interesting to see how that, all that works out. All right. Trying to go through some of the comments right here before I sign off. Hey, Hot Hot, what's up, man? Um, let's see. Yeah, Sports C says, kind of just going off one of those last topics right there. We need to land Maz- hit Mazelle, uh, throw him in there as well, and Wilson. Uh, definitely uh, huge for the offense. Uh, didn't mean to leave Mazelle off there, but uh, now just kind of going off some of the, the recent trends of wide receiver recruiting. Those are the names I'm starting to hear the most. If somebody might pop soon at the wide receiver position, Wilson, maybe Gene off his visit this past weekend, but, you know, Aiden Mazzell out there as well. I mean, his recruitment has kind of followed Sharif Denson's in a way with some of the visits that are out there, connections to Florida, Kind of ready to see where that one goes. Let's see. Go through here. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is sometimes boring, but got to make sure I uh, put, get the right comments out here. The... Yep, Kedrick, uh, Matthew Walker says, yeah, Kedrick Falk announcing his commitment on July 5th. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot uh, about that one maybe 
earlier on in that commitment, more trending Auburn had a really good visit to Florida. I think that put Florida in the mix. I think lately it has been Clemson, maybe the team trending there. So I don't, there's not a lot of info out there. Um, you know, that, he, his name has kind of just started coming up for Florida off that visit a, a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, Adam Webb uh, asking how I feel about Kirkland. Oh, that one's tough. Uh, that one's tough. Then there's con- some connections up north, uh, I think maybe in the Chicago area, so that maybe is why Michigan State's more in play. So I know that seems to be the tre- team trending there. I mean, Lucas Simmons now, especially after Kearney, has committed to FSU. Lucas Simmons, top target there right now. Um, let's see here before I sign off. Uh, Sports C throwing it back in here. Aaron Gates to Michigan said, "Who? Yeah, that was that's been a storyline." Um, Throughout that's throughout this recruitment in the last uh, maybe month month and a half or so that that could happen. I think if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. Um, that's that part is just a guess of mine, but I have I've, I have heard that a lot. Uh, but keep hearing it, keep hearing it, keep hearing it, and nothing really happened. I'm not so sure. I know the staff really likes Gates, so it would not be the storyline of passing on him to try and get somebody else. Staff likes Gates. Uh, so uh, it's been in the class uh, for quite a while now. Uh, so I'm not sure, not sure I see it. I think he, think he stays in the class, but that's, that is out there. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Unique man. Uh, thank you so much, right there. Yeah, it's kind of been therapeutic the last couple of days, <laughs> hasn't it? I know, look, guys, I know it, it hasn't been easy. Um, with all, all the stuff out there, you know, it hasn't been easy, probably no matter what side of the fence you're on. Um, because there's just been a lot out there. Uh, and you know, there's you know, the staff have some of the staff out there having to tweet at the fan base, and you know, we don't want to see that. Uh, and I know that the letter Napier sent out last week, um, you know, the report that came out after that was that was planned anyway, um, as you know, kind of turning the page as a lot of the enrollees start getting on campus, uh, now and all that kind of stuff there. And that was supposed to be planned. And I know the timing was not great. <laughs> if it was planned, okay, well maybe, maybe don't put it out, <laughs> but uh, you know, if it was there already, I don't blame him for going ahead and putting it out, but the timing was, timing was not great. I get that. And then, as I said, you saw, I mean, it was deleted, but you know, Katie Turner had to put out a tweet today, basically telling the fan base, some of the fan base, I don't want to speak for the whole fan base. Uh, to stop trolling her and how much she works and how hard she works and stuff. I and mean, they shouldn't have to do that. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It's been, uh, it's been really an eventful up and down roller coaster the last few days, last couple of weeks. 
Um, especially if you've kind of been as close to the Rashada recruitment um, as I was a little bit. That it seemed to change hour by hour, day by day. That that one was crazy. That probably, I'm not. No, it's not even probably. That is the craziest recruitment I've ever followed. And then I had already put out the episode. I didn't even really get into it. But look, I'm kind of. Kind of just rambling going off right here. Look, it's late late night. But yeah, um, the storyline of all the stuff that came out with Rashada and the money, how much did Miami get him for, how much did Florida offer, his agent, uh, Caspino coming out and bashing the Gator Collective and all that stuff. I mean, there's no need for that. But look, I, I, was, I was told three weeks ago Florida wasn't going to deal with that guy. And I think he was taken off by that. Uh, so take that as you will. Um, I think it was funny, and I put this out there on Twitter. I do. I think it was funny that you know whatever your narrative is about maybe why the staff is you struggling early on right here uh, in recruiting. There's a lot of narratives out there, and people didn't want to believe. Now, whether that. You know, what was it, $11 million is true or not? It's not. But anyway, if you thought that was true or if you didn't think that was true, oh, Florida's not going to put up that much money or, you know, you're not going to believe that money in that article, but you're going to believe what some agent says in the same article. Didn't make a lot of sense to me, but it fits some narratives for some people out there. And that's kind of just why we've been the quote unquote mess uh, out there on social media. (laughs) That's just been kind of happening. Uh, but it has been an, an eventful, crazy couple of days. Kind of ready to sigh and breathe a little bit. Dead periods coming up in recruiting. So the news might start slowing down a little bit. But I think early July is probably going to be pretty eventful. And we already said Trey on Webb there on July 11th. I think July 4th supposed to be a lot uh, in the recruiting world, a big day for a lot of commits, uh, a lot of recruits out there. So we'll see. Uh, if I want to get some fireworks there on July 4th. And, but after that, recruiting dead period coming up might start, might, might slow down a little bit till all those uh, visits in the fall start happening. So that's kind of what's coming up in recruiting world dead, dead period. So not much. Um, but we won't slow down here on Gators Breakdown. A lot coming up. Bill Sykes will join Will Miles and me. We'll take a look at recruiting a bit. I know a lot of people want to hear from Bill, his insight with all the storylines coming out there. Uh, Will's putting out some good stuff, articles kind of covering uh, the last few days and trends as well. So we'll get into that. As I said, we'll get into the Demarcus Bowman storyline as well as he transfers from Florida, commits to UCF. Um, So good for him. I hope hope it all works out, Uh, but we'll get into that. Uh, on the next episode of Gators Breakdown. And then, of course, Twitter Spaces, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, Naquan Wright, Lorenzo Lingard, Montreal Johnson, Osiris Torrance, and Kingsley Eggwilkin. So that was going to be fun. That was going to be fun. It's going to be, you know, focusing on the run game, there with the running backs and the offensive line. Got some transfers from Louisiana with Torrance. And Johnson going to jump in with us. So we got to get to pick their brain about some changes from Louisiana to Florida. 
bringing along some of the players since they know the offense. So a lot of good storylines there that we'll have on the Gator Collective Twitter spaces uh, Wednesday night. So, all right, that'll do it for this episode, late night episode of Gator Breakdown, where Sharif Denson, cornerback from Barton Trail in Jacksonville, commits to the Gators. That'll do it for this episode. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.